Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. It's with my absolute pleasure to introduce you to an absolute powerhouse of a woman over there in New York City. It's Elise Rosmarin. She is a co-founder and CEO at Abotney. We're going to get down to exactly what that means. So thank you so much for your time today, Elise. So nice to connect with you, Craig. Look, um, let's start from the beginning, as I always do. I want to know what got you into this space. But before that, what you were doing before you found blockchain and crypto assets? Sure. Uh, I actually was working um, at a speakers bureau. I was representing top entrepreneurs, best-selling authors, policy experts, and booking them speaking engagements uh, around the world, actually. And it was like one of my first jobs out of college. And I had a friend who told me about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. And I said, you know, it sounds like an interesting concept, but, you know, very outside the normal spectrum. But, you know, I started researching and I decided to invest a little bit of money on the side. And I said, you know, let's let's see where this goes. So lo and behold, I've now watched the market over the past, you know, six to seven years and uh, invested in about 2013, 2014. And it's been an exciting ride, uh, honestly, and I've become beyond passionate and empowered, especially as a woman, to keep learning and educating other women and um, to, you know, become financially independent. Wow. That's, um, it's a very similar story to many people as far as, I mean, look, it, it, I can resonate with that. When I was introduced to Bitcoin in 2013, I sort of went, uh, yeah, sounds like World of Warcraft to me. I'm not a gamer. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was trading foreign exchange in uh, many different markets at the time. So I, I can really, really relate. So that got you into uh, the space and you started getting involved. And I mean, look, did, did it really sort of make sense to you at that stage? Or was it kind of a little bit of, a, okay, maybe this will go somewhere. I'll put a little bit in. Or were you one of these people that just went, oh, my goodness me, I have to get involved and I have to get involved in a big way. And now you're sailing on your yacht. Uh, no, no, I definitely was <laughs> skeptical, to be honest. I had no idea. I mean, I, you know, I'd always learned about the traditional stock market. So this was just so far fetched from what we had learned, you know, traditionally and growing up. But, you know, I know there's, you have, there's big risks and big rewards. So I think, you know, to always dabble in a couple of things and, learn to obviously expand your own portfolio and get in those, you know, situations where you're going to have, you know, volatile investments, but then you're going to have your sturdy ones. So I felt, you know, at 22, 23, when I was starting to invest, this would be a good opportunity. And clearly after all this time, I'm very glad I did. Um, but it was, it was a good starting point for me, honestly. It, it's taught me so much and it's connected me with a whole new network and workforce of people that I never could have imagined seven years ago. Yeah, it's quite amazing, isn't it? I mean, the, the willingness, especially, the, um, I think through 2017-18, it seemed to be that there was a huge willingness for collaboration as the market was just sort of trying to attract more people and, and work together to bring more people in. It, it has gone through a little bit of a metamorphosis in my view. Uh, it's not for the negative. Uh, some of it's negative, some of it's positive. How have you found the change over that period of seven years from, um, you know, I guess a relatively small audience in the space to now, of course, um, I mean, we're talking about Goldman Sachs, we're talking about massive corporations, companies, uh, Facebook and governments now getting involved in the space. So what's been the biggest change for you as far as um, the attitude to the market? Uh, the first thing is actually the technology. So that's honestly the hardest concept for people to wrap their head around. 
to be honest, when I started to first invest, right, you had to learn how to trade on these exchanges, set up your accounts. There were no instructions of how to, you know, do X, Y, and Z. It was all this far-fetched technology where I'm learning 26 different, you know, codes and I have to send it from one to the other. And if I mess up one number, all of my money is gone. So, you know, obviously you're very nervous and kind of, you know, scared at the first couple of times you do it because it's just, there's no guarantee that anybody can back you up like a bank, right? But then you're also sitting here making so much money at the same time. You're like, oh my God, how do I, you know, invest more? You know, am I missing out? But then, you know, we've also watched the market completely skyrocket, you know, to 20,000 back in 2017 and then completely plummet. So, it's interesting, you know, as someone who's kind of watched it from the beginning, I would say the biggest aspect is obviously the technology, but the second aspect is the education because there's still very minimal amount of educational resources out there. Obviously, like in the United States, we're getting, you know, Cornell, Harvard, MIT, um, Berkeley, all those schools starting to develop programs, but they're still so far behind because people don't really understand how how to you know invest in this money when there's still no you know backing on it and the SEC is obviously still very you know nervous how to handle it and can't decide but um, the other thing that I always kind of came across was that you know your money can easily be hacked on these exchanges and that's you know one of the huge factors that turns people away from the technology, but that's due to a lack of knowledge. Um, If people actually understood and wanted to learn a little bit more about what, you know, cold storage wallets are and hot storage wallets and learning how to store your funds off of the exchanges, they might feel more comfortable. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, it's between technology and education. Once those are starting to formulate, which is coming, you know, together now, it's going to evolve more easily, but you know, it's just, I think it's kind of like the internet boom, right? It's going to take time for people to become comfortable with digital assets in general. Oh yeah. There's no doubt. I mean, we still are at a very early stage of this, uh, of this marketplace. And um, that brings me to um, your business of botany. So of course it's, um, it's, it's really interesting to see what you guys are doing. So do you want to just tell the audience a little bit about what it is exactly that you guys are up to? Yes, absolutely. So um, About Me is a fintech platform that basically enables investors to connect with reliable and trustworthy digital asset advisors. So we've actually come up with the term digital asset advisors because in the marketplace, there's nobody actually advising anyone on digital assets other than some people's friends or, you know, some other people or peers you might know. So we're actually trying to educate the financial advisors in the marketplace now and provide them opportunities to learn, uh, grow, and share their uh, reputation on a global scale. So right now, for example, in LinkedIn, there's over 90,000 people that are in the digital asset space that are claiming to be a security token advisor, an ICO advisor, crypto advisor, right? But Mm -hmm. there's no validation to actually say they are who they claim to be. So what we actually do at About Me is we run a KYC on every single investor and advisor that comes on our platform to bring transparency and validation into the marketplace. So these people actually have someone reliable to work with. 
Um, the other biggest aspect is that people have a limited, you know, amount of resource to, resources to actually um, be connected with financial advisors. So let's say, you know, you're over in Nigeria or Singapore and you want to work with somebody in the U.S., you know, you don't, you, you don't know how other than walking into a bank or, you know, referring to a friend for who should I use for a financial advisor. So it really helps the aspect for the investors and the advisors on both ends to, to gain access globally um, as we plan to be the largest distribution channel in the world uh, because there's nobody else that has entered the marketplace as we have uh, we currently. But um, the other exciting part of About Me is we're incorporating uh, this other company called the Digital Assets Academy and we're partnering with the largest institutions colleges and universities worldwide to offer digital asset certificates to get people certified um, in blockchain and cryptocurrency technology and, you know, be able to, to educate the investors and the advisors. Wow. So what, I mean, look, all that sounds fantastic. What is your end goal? How do you win here? What's the, what's the objective you're really, really looking to knock out of the park? We're really honestly trying to help the digital asset ecosystem in a whole become connected and become sturdy and reliable and trustworthy. Um, you know, because that's clearly what it's lacking right now. There's, there's so many situations still to this day of people getting scammed and hacked and half the people in this space, to be honest, you know, you have people that are, you know, social media celebrities, and they're being paid $100,000 from these, you know, people that are creating alternative coins and want to list them on exchanges. So in order to gain traction, what they're doing is they're asking them, oh, if you tweet about us, we'll pay you $100,000, which, you know, brings in the volatility in the market. And then there's no actual validation behind the product. So we want to make sure people understand what they're investing in, which is, you know, the biggest concern to people, because Digital assets have an immense amount of opportunity to grow and to help everyone on a global scale. I mean, right now you have, you know, overstock, you have um, car dealers, you have, you even have preschools. You, I, I know in Florida, the, um, one of the counties is now accepting you to pay cryptocurrency in taxes. So fundamentally on a, a large scale, there just needs to be more education and resources for people to feel comfortable. So we wanna make a strong impact upon one another in order you know, to, to help people feel comfortable in this space and, and understand how they can invest going forward. Is it really big on like, I guess is the focus really on the financial advisor side of it? Is that really where you're at? Like, I mean, trying to link and improve, I suppose, to the financial services, or sorry, the financial advisor services community, that this can be done properly. It can be trusted and it can be an asset class that operates similar to that of traditional markets. Because I know that there's a lot of skepticism out there. A lot of financial advisors um, really can't. They get their hands tied for the most part. But um, a lot of them are really nervous about, you know, talking about it at all because they just feel like it's too easy for them to get into trouble. Right. And so that's obviously what's, you know, going to take some time still. I mean, this could still take another two to three years for, you know, some honest clarity on how, you know, cryptocurrency and digital assets are going to be handled globally because, we also come in with the barrier of every single country has different regulations. You know, at one point, you know, India was 
giving the capability for people to trade and the next day was banned. You know, it's just, you have to stay on top of the market conditions, which is the hardest part in this space because it's changing and evolving every day. But um, if we can actually educate the financial advisors that do want to learn about it, there's been people hosting conferences and they want to get in this space. They want to help investors, um, obviously, because it helps their business. But this is what's going to help differentiate them and help them grow in the future years. Because you, what we also need to focus on is the future generations, like the millennials and generation X, is that they want to invest their money in, you know, digital products and, you know, obviously real estate in the traditional world. But we have to be adapting towards how they want to be educated and how they want to invest their money. So. The average uh, financial advisor right now uh, globally is actually 55 years old. Mm. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of here to kind of focus on as a whole and, and how we can make an impact. Yeah, that makes sense. Cause I mean, there's a lot of the millennials in this space. Um, of course it, it, it sort of was the, I guess the jump start that the market needed, the space needed, and uh, it's continued on. We, we've seen the uh, ups and downs of the fathers and mothers portfolios to the GFC. We, we've seen them do very well from property, especially in, uh, in the country where I'm at, which is in Australia. And it's become more and more difficult for those <laughs> to, uh, to get involved in the property market and scene and whatnot. How do you get accepted on the platform? I mean, Obviously, there's a, you know, with um, about, about me, I said it wrong before, so I'll try not to say it again. <laughs> um, how does it go? Like, I mean, you, you've got to get, I mean, you want to have this legitimacy. You, you want to have this, this ability to connect people. How, how easy is it or how difficult is it? What are the sort of steps that one needs to go through to either be accepted as a company to invest in or to be accepted um, as an investor or to be accepted as a financial advisor? So you don't have to be accepted as an investor um, okay. right now. You know, we are going to look at that capability, um, but we're honestly open to the marketplace right now for, for all investors. We're mostly focused truly right now on the financial advisors because we want legitimate financial advisors. So there's validation and transparency, you know, across our platform. Um, you know, when you're coming in right now, we're, we're running our own KYC on you. We're, we're getting your passport, your driver's license, understanding, you know, if you really went to XYZ school, we're pull, we want references from organizations that you've been a part of. We just, we don't want to enter the marketplace and have these, you know, policies of just what is, you know, who you are. We want to make sure that, you know, this, everything you say is true. And if it's not, then you won't be accepted. Um, we will double check all of your certifications and backgrounds, you know, to make our investors feel comfortable because at the end, the end of the day, that's what matters most. Okay. Well, that, that makes, um, that makes perfect sense. And I mean, what's the, what's, what's the, how's it all going at the moment? Where are we up to? When are we going live? Are we live? And, and uh, how many people have we got on board? I mean, what, what can you tell us about um, the future and when you get going? So, yeah, so we're still a couple months out uh, from launching um, in the marketplace. We're still in beta right now. So actually, it's very useful for us because we're gaining a lot of inside and traction from financial advisors. What, you know, can improve, be improved? How can we, you know, implement their suggestions and ideas? Um, you know, to date right now, um, we have about a thousand advisors on board, but once we go to market, we have a whole marketing plan of, you know, how we can gain traction for, you know, 50 to a hundred thousand per year. Um, 
so that that's our current you know plan um and there's a lot of exciting things i just can't quite release at this moment <laughs> but you know that that's that's what makes it interesting and fun to keep people engaged right <laughs> exactly you've got to dangle the carrot for everybody to keep that interest there so is there anything else that uh, you'd like to tell us about um how to get in contact or what you're up to anything else that we need to that you feel would be very important for us to understand as an audience as to what you guys are up to and how do we can get involved yeah, so definitely. Um, so if anybody is interested, please go to www.aboutme. It's A-B-O-T-M-I.com. And you can register and sign up as an investor or an advisor on the platform. Um, and, you know, you can be a part of our email list, learn about all the updates and exciting uh, features and unique things that we'll be coming out with in the next couple of months. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you, Elise. Um, I look forward to following up with you and seeing how the launch goes, perhaps early next year after the dust has settled, because I know what it's like when you start a new one. It can be absolutely nuts for quite some time. And if we're a couple of months out, that brings us right around that Christmas period and into 2020. Exactly. It'll be very interesting to see where you are, where the market is, and where we all are. So it's an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Ladies and gentlemen, Elise Rusmarin, CEO and the co-founder at About Me. Go across to the website to find out more, abotmi.com. Ladies and gentlemen, have a fantastic day. And Lisa, sorry, Lisa, I just called you Lisa. Elise, thank you so much for your time once again. <laughs> thank you so much, Craig. I appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, have a fantastic day. Bye for now.